Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Jacob was demanding that he get the mic to start this episode for a little tidbit that he wanted to share. So go ahead. Go ahead. So we've spent the last two episodes now discussing the Steelers' future, right? I want to. Future. Future. I want to take a little trip down memory lane real quick. Okay. 2018. The Steelers finished nine and six and one. My eyes are closed. Antonio Brown quits on the team uh, in week eighteen or I week seventeen, well. I can and see Le'Veon it Bell in my head. set out the entire year. Yes, you're going. You're moving forward with that season for the first time without Bell and without AB. Yes, 2019 comes. Ben Roethlisberger goes down in week two. Mm, you have to play that right whole out. season yep. with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. Ah. You don't know what Ben's going to play like. Next season, no. dealing with an injury that elbow blew at the age hell out. 37. Yep. And boom, COVID happens too. So now your season's even more wacky. 2020, you start out 11-0, you finish 1-4, and and you lose your home playoff game to little brother Cleveland. 2021, you have Ben's last season, Ben's last to hurrah. You, you, you scrape and claw your way to a 9-7-1 and and, and record. You get lucky on the last week of the year. You get lucky, you get some help on the last week of the season, and then you get blown out by Kansas City in the first round. 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. At the end of all those seasons, there's been a lot of reason to not feel great. I could even go back to 2017 and say, you finished with a 13-3 and record, you got the bye, and you got blown out at home by Jacksonville. I could go all the way back to 2017. 17, 18, 19, 20, and 21. Feeling no certainty about how you're going to do the next season. In fact, I would argue that after every single one of those, except for maybe 2017, because who could have seen what happened in 2018, you felt worse about the next season. Than yeah, you did about than you did the season. previous one. Not the case this year. Not the case. I feel th- much I, better. I feel, for the first time, Tom, in five seasons, I actually feel better with the season ending and looking to the next one than I did about the season that just happened. And I feel like my toes are about to get snapped off by Uh-oh. a lawn cutter <laughs> if I don't give out my money makers because Teddy KGB's been waiting. Are we doing one for the Cleveland game, or are we going to do a different episode where we do we're one for the We're doing one for the, for the Cleveland season. game. Okay. Later this week, we've got our season awards. Okay, that's out. fine. So we're going to just do our money makers for the Cleveland game. All right. I'm going to go first. Go for it. I'm going to take Najee Harris. Pay that man his money. 
84 yards on the ground, yeah, but a punishing 84 yards on the ground. Should have had two tutties, but he ends up getting one touchdown. Uh, powerful run to get to that touchdown, too. Just dipped his head right into the line mm-hmm. and, and pushed his way into the end zone. I don't think it's any coincidence that Kenny's been playing better, the offense has looked more stable, and the team's been winning more games parallel to Najee Harris waking up this yeah. season. So, Najee, get that money, baby. You're my team moneymaker for the win against the Cleveland Browns. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Like we like to do, uh, you know, we'll go, you get offense, I'll take defense. For I've lost count, Tom. I, I honestly don't know where we stand uh, on the amount of times we've given him a, a, a moneymaker for the season, but I'm going to go with Alex Highsmith. For two and a half sacks, man. I mean. Two and a half sacks, uh, two tackles for loss, three quarterback hits. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. I mean, he's money. just straight up good now, right? I'm sorry, Teddy. I know I talked all over you. Yeah, though, he's really going to come for you this straight up. Teddy's really pissed at you this week, Alex Highsmith's just straight up good, bro. I mean, that's just, there's yeah, no, is. there's no, well, and he is Robin, but there's no like, well, is he just good enough to be on the heels of TJ Watt? Like, bro, he's just straight up good. Like, that's just a good outside I'm sorry, linebacker. did Alex Highsmith not, did or did not finish number six in sacks this season a- among all qualified players? Six. 14 and a half sacks. Only four back from the league leader. From your second best outside linebacker. <laughs> exactly. That's promising for the next season. So, Alex, I, that's somebody I want to start working out a contract with now. Yeah. Not, not just, uh, well, does he get franchised? Do we move on from him? No. I, I want him. I. Oh, I he's the guy you got. He's better you right keep. now than Bud Dupree was at this point yes. in his career. Did Bud, I mean, has Bud Dupree ever gotten to 14 and a half sacks on a season? I'm looking that up as we speak. Maybe in 2019. When he maybe. had his breakout year? Yeah. I'm looking that up as we speak. As we talk into these microphones, I'm scrolling. Oh, God, this is incredible stuff. Look at how fast I'm scrolling down the list. I'll say this, Tom. Buddy, his never... season high in 2019 was 11 and a half wow, sacks. there you go. So Highsmith's been better well, I'll than I'll tell him. you what. Alex Highsmith and I'm— you. you Sorry, someone could play devil's advocate, but I got the I got the better argument anyways. I could say that Alex Highsmith and what his he came in in twenty twenty, so in his three his seasons season. now, did way better in Bud Dupree's first three three seasons. And the devil's advocate would say, well, he wasn't playing with T.J. Watt during that time. Bud Dupree wasn't. Bud Dupree really got got to be an improved player when T.J. Watt came in. So how is it fair to compare that to Alex Highsmith, who's played his entire career with T.J. Watt? I'm sorry, did T.J. Watt miss half the season this year? Did Alex Highsmith still get to 14 and a half sacks with T.J. Watt being on the sideline for an entire half of a season? Uh, Yeah, the answer to that question. Uh, oh, thank you. Did you need and, the answer? Or? And did he still have the best season of his career with T.J. not playing with him? Yes, he did. I love it when a plan comes together like this, Jacob. Are you ready for this number? Are you ready for what I'm about to throw? Sure, at you? go for this it. This is good stuff. Okay, I'm hit proud me. of this, hit and me. I just came up with this right now. Hit me. First three seasons for Bud Dupree in the NFL. Hit me. First three seasons in the NFL for Bud Dupree. Yeah, go for it. Fourteen and a half sacks total. In total, <laughs> wow. Fourteen and a half sacks in year three for Mr. Alex Highsmith. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's been better than Bud Dupree has in the, at this point in their career. And this he's, is what he you might thought- have been better than Bud Dupree at any point in Bud Dupree's career right now this year. You got to sign this guy to a contract. This is what you Watt thought. Watt and Highsmith need to be together forever. This is what you thought he could be for you. At, least, real, you, at least you hoped. That, that real number two for TJ. 
and you saw the potential of this kid out of Charlotte. He's still sitting there in the third round because he played at Charlotte. How effective is he really at pass rushing? He's pretty damn effective. He should have been playing at Clemson, not Charlotte. One thing, I mean, yeah, he finished sixth in the league in sacks, but also finished the league as the league leader in forced fumbles. Which is absurd to think about on a team that cannot recover fumbles. No. So he's well, getting the ball. fumbles. I know, that's what I mean. Recovered. He's getting the yeah. ball out. And, and the just team no just couldn't, couldn't no help him out. No. no one's jumping on the other end of things there. So I, I agree with your moneymaker there, Alex Highsmith. And I think he's going to make himself some money either this offseason or the next offseason because he deserves a contract. So a you, in, a, in our last episode, were saying, like, Cam and TJ and Minka are all, like, one, two, three in terms of top guys. The order will always vary because one guy is always going to have a breakout game, but they're all going to have multiple breakout games on the year. Mm-hmm. I think Highsmith is number four yeah, on this defense. he is the number four. It was supposed to be Bush, and it's but that's not, never going to happen. Gonna be, it's not like some significant drop-off. Not anymore. No. It's not like you have three studs and a bunch of dudes. You got three studs... And you got guys like Alex Highsmith, Cam Sutton, DeMonte Casey, Larry O. I mean, you don't just got dudes on that defense. You have you have a defense. I think you might have a potential Harrison and Woodley, too. Which Harrison re- and Woodley, which really Watt, and Highsmith. Which really yeah. excites me. Yeah. People will be like, that's ridiculous. Those two were incredible. Highsmith's not at that level. I agreed Highsmith doesn't look like Woodley. But do the numbers lie? 14 and a half sacks but also, is a monster season. Is T.J. Watt better than... James yes. Harrison? He yes, is. he is. Yes. So, so does it matter if it, Alex it works Highsmith? out in both ways? Yeah. If, if, and honestly, too, Tom, Highsmith may finish his career better than Lamar Woodley. Woodley burned bright. Didn't burn bright very long. Mm-hmm. Highsmith is getting better and better and, bright. and better. And early. And it's early. not like it took him six years like it did for Bud Dupree. He got fire in year three. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, let's take a look at the AFC and NFC playoff picture as that has become clear after the uh, result last night when final with the Lions beating the Packers. And let's just kind of start there, man. What a choke job from Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, what a weird roller coaster for him. Starts the season off terribly. Rodgers is done. He's done. He's an old done. man. He can't win in Green Bay. They don't. Have, they traded away Devontae Adams. The team's bad. He's He's not a good quarterback anymore. He's done. Then he rallies the Packers to this amazing resurrection of their season to the point where they're playing a win in their end game against Detroit at home to go to the playoffs. And everybody's like, 
I can't believe we did that to Rodgers, man. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we doubt him? He always comes back from the dead. And then last night he just laid a massive egg out there. And another the costly interception. Another playoff, if you will, game mm-hmm. at Lambeau where he just he put up 16 points against that Lions defense has been giving up a lot of points all year long. It's one of the worst, worst defenses in the, in the league. I think it is number 32 or if not 31 in terms of points against. I will say this, though. How noticeable was Aiden Hutchinson last night to you? That dude's a freak. He was in the Rodgers. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, sacks, been, he's been really I mean, good all year long, too. That's a great pick by them. Yeah. He's a he's going to be the center of that defense for a long, long right. time. So. Yeah, you put up 16 points at home against at a team home. that's only motivation was to make you not go to the playoffs. And right, they were what, eliminated. That's what Campbell said in halftime. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the interview that he gave? They, they said, yeah, how do was, you yeah. find motivation after being eliminated? And he said, if we're not going, the they're Packers not aren't going. going either. They ain't going either. And I think uh, a player from the, the Packers or the Lions tweeted out, it was the guy who picked off Rodgers um, a couple On of that- times this year, the defensive back for the Lions who – did he have the interception that was with like three he had two interceptions left? in this game? One of them was unfortunately called back for uh, Kirby Joseph, the, Kirby Joseph, the gotcha. safety. One was called back, and then he got another interception later in the game. He has three total interceptions against Rodgers this season. He picked him off twice in the first time that those teams mm-hmm. met. Uh, but he went to Twitter saying like, "If we ain't going, you ain't going." Right after the game, so they were clearly a motivated bunch in Detroit. Still not an excuse for Rodgers laying an egg like he did. You got to win that game. You got to get to the. You're playoffs. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You you put a team on your back if this is the case, and I love the point that you made, Tom. It's another example of Rodgers saying, "We'll come to Green Bay and see what happens." Yeah. Co- dome teams don't do great in Green Bay in January. Really? Well, a, I'm a sorry. Dome, you just got beat by Jared Goff in Week 18. Dome team Detroit Lions yeah. just came in and beat you last year. The sunny California team from San Francisco came in there and beat you. Maybe it's not as Hard for these teams. The year to come before that, Lambeau. sunny Tampa Bay and Tom Brady just came Rolls to land right in. And th- even then, we had a little uh, an excuse because we could be like, "Well, Tom Brady played New England, so he was ready for it." That the rest of the team did it. That excuse is gone now, though, too, because it's two years in a row now. We're a and the rest team of the team wasn't always playing in New England. It's just not the home field advantage that Rodgers makes it out to be, and that's on him to be quite honest. You know what? With you. It can be for the games against the Bears because <laughs> we know he loves to say, "I own you." Well, that's great. Go ahead and be. The best team, the best guy to ever play against the Bears in history. But guess what? You're probably going to finish your career with only one Super Bowl. Did you not just roll your eyes with his post game comments too? With the whole I, like, I don't, I don't. I'm not give giving it. you this jersey because I don't want to give it up. And people are saying, well, maybe that's people are reading into that like, well, maybe it's his last game as a Packer, and you know, being like, I don't know if I'll be back next. Blah 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 blah. He's doing the same thing. He's he one does of the most arrogant people year. you see every year in sports every year. So why would I give it? I I don't give him my attention. And you know when what? It comes he's to doing? those kind of conferences. And you know what? He he always bites the hand that feeds him. Mm-hmm. And he always frames the Packers as, oh, woe is me. The Packers don't give me any help, even though that we have Devontae Adams and one of the best left tackles in football and two really good running backs and a defense that's gotten better every year. And Jair Alexander's a great defensive back. But they don't give me Jair any Alexander, help Alexander, who Green shut Bay. down Justin Jefferson <laughs> in Week 17. I don't have any help. They don't help me. But then he goes into the offseason, and he's like, I don't know if I'll be back or not. Eh, I got to think about things. I got to do some ayahuasca. I got to go trip in a desert somewhere. I got to go eat some soap with Shailene Woody. Maybe I'll be back. Maybe I won't. So he holds the organization hostage all offseason. They're like, dude, do we have our quarterback coming back or not? Like, what the hell's the deal here? Mm -hmm. Then he comes back and he's like, where are my playmakers? 
well, we had to draft this quarterback, Jordan Love, because you keep going, you're off and on about if you're coming back. And we wanted we to had to some, draft these guys on defense well, we had because to, we want to be a good team when you leave and be focused on our defense. Mm-hmm. We had to draft A.J. Dillon, the running back, and not the wide receiver that you wanted because we need a good running game if you end up leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm Aaron Rodgers. my team. Well, what do you every mean? I'm, year I'm, I'm you say Green you're going to leave. I'm the Green Bay's franchise guy. What do He's you mean I'm leaving? Toxic. He's just a toxic oh, guy. And honestly... Is it worth the trouble anymore if you're the Packers? Because the dude hasn't delivered since 2011. So, when was the last? <sighs> 2011. No, I know that was the Super Bowl. But when was the last time that he made like a deep playoff run? Oh, he went to the AFC Championship game like three years in a row before that Niners game last year. But he lost every single one. He got right. remember he got blown out in San Francisco three right, years when ago. when they went on to lose to Tampa the Tampa Bay beat him in the AFC Championship and game they... in Lambeau. Okay. So, like, they've been to the AFC title game. Just can't get over that hump. And you're Rodgers. you got to get to a Super Bowl in at least one of those AFC Championship yeah. games. So I, I, they're not going to move on from him if they don't want to because I wouldn't be able to make that decision if I was on him. He's one of the best ever. And you still say to yourself, if he wants to come back, he gives us a better chance to win next year than anybody else. Then probably back. Jordan Love will give you, yeah. Anybody, really. Yeah. As, but just I would be so sick of it if I was the front office. Like, there's just no buy-in from the most important part of our team. No wonder the, no wonder the team doesn't gel. The leader's not leading. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's my Rodgers and Packers takes. No, I mean, I, they're completely valid. I I mean, you talk about having no faith in Green Bay because of Aaron Rodgers and his toxicity. I mean, the Detroit Lions. Let's let's flip the script That's here. That's the complete let's, opposite. Let's, let's, get to, let's get on a positive That's note here. That's a team here. on the rise. Absolutely. That's a team that I wouldn't want to have played in the play. Here's, here's the thing, Jacob. On the AFC and the NFC side of things, you had those teams that were still alive, right? Packers, Lions, Seahawks, and the NFC. Lions are the scariest team playing the best football, I think, of any of those. Yeah. On the AFC side of things, Patriots, Steelers, Dolphins. I think the Steelers were playing the best football of any of those three teams heading into it. 100%. So the two teams in best form were left on the outside looking in, and I think that's a good thing for the Bills and the Niners. I think the Niners and the Bills would have won against the Lions and the Steelers, but I think they but get a little been, bit of an easier opponent right. now, too. Although the Bills, you could debate third time playing a team. It's always hard. But they lost to Miami. It's not like they're beating them three times this year. So, right, it's and a real rubber and, match. And, and they're playing for Demar too. Like, just there's in a lot Buffalo. in their corner. There's a lot of momentum in their. And corner. if Tua plays, he's not going to be. And Tua's not going to play. We saw Tua. And Tua's not going to play. But if he does, we saw what it looks like when he comes back. Uh-huh. And it was 16 points against the Steelers against team that should have beat him. Mm-hmm. So, and they may be without Tyreek Hill, if I'm not mistaken. He came back in the game okay. last. Uh, Week yesterday. so yeah yesterday so they they'll should they should have Tyreek Hill but if they don't have Teddy Bridgewater to to even at least get somewhat back right. to throw football they're gonna get pummeled by the Buffalo Bills up there. if it's Skylar Thompson it's over yeah so like if I'm the Bills if I'm the Niners I'm like I think this kind of broke in a pretty favorable way for us like I don't want to have to deal with T.J. Watt for sixty minutes even though we'll probably beat them and then if I'm the Niners I'm like dude the Lions might beat us like the Lions mm-hmm. can score a lot of points on offense right. And we're going to be playing in San Francisco, which is a weather-controlled environment, which is what Detroit loves. So, And how about Jamal Williams? Barry Sanders' I had no idea record. that was even at risk. 18, was it 18? I think he, no, I think he scored 17. And then 18. He had two yesterday. Yeah, he had two touchdowns. 17 right. tied it. 18 took the lead. Two tidies for Jamal on the ground. He's now the franchise Broke holder the record for touchdowns in a season, and he's the leading touchdown getter in the NFL this year This as well. year, yeah. And he's the backup. Can you really say that, though? I guess not. That's a 1A, 1B kind of scenario yeah, there right, with, right. with Andre Swift and him. God, they're good. 
They're making the playoffs next year for sure. I mean, sure. their receiving core, too. For sure, right? They're making the playoffs. They might win the North next year, to be quite honest. I mean, I have you. no faith in Minnesota to win the division. Well, they, next year. they don't do back to back years. They have their. They do their one year in the sun and then, and then, they and take then four, four years, years off. off. Yeah. So they're not going to be a factor for another four years at least. Uh, sneaky front runner for my NFC North next year. The just Lions, might be the Detroit I like Lions. that. I don't think that's far fetched either. They, they might be the betting favorite when when, when that, those no, odds. No, and come I out. think too because I think they've proven they can win with Jared Goff. So use your draft picks and just keep building. Just keep getting pieces. Keep getting guys. You don't need to make the big splashy play and go out and get a, a CJ Shroud or, or, or a Bryce Young. You don't have to do that. And I, I again, I really think the receivers there were solid. I, I mean, Alman Ross and Brown's a dude. DJ Chark is now a piece. Maybe you go out and you get another stud receiver. So Jared Goff has DeAndre Swift, uh, Jamal Williams, Amon Rice Brown, and the stud rookie. Let's take a look at the matchups for uh, the wild card weekend, and we can get an early temperature on them. Obviously, as we work our way through the week, we'll do bigger breakdowns of these games, but we'll start in the uh, Saturday slate. Mm hmm. It all kicks off 4.30 p.m. on Fox, Seahawks at San Francisco. Early temperature of this one is that San Francisco is going to win. Blow away. Mm-hmm. Blow away. It's a, te- it's a double-digit spread. It's a double-digit spread. You've had a lot of trouble taking those double-digit spreads this year. Absolutely. I don't know, man. A third time seeing these guys. Pete Carroll's a hell of a coach. He kind of gives Shanahan some trouble every time they meet. I don't think it's going to be a blow-away game. I don't know. I think that defense can just... Geno Smith has had a great season, threw for over, what, 4,000 yards and 30-plus touchdowns, I think. Kenneth Walker Jr. is going to be in the conversation for Offensive Rookie of the Year. And even though it's Brock Purdy versus Geno Smith, I I, I just give the edge to the Niners' defense. I, I do. Think and that. the rest of the pieces on the Niners' offense, too. I do think the Niners are going to win. You know what I, I laughed at? What I, I I don't know if it's... It's not rude of me. I just thought it was ridiculous. I saw a report saying Niners eager to get Debo Samuel and Jeff Wilson back. Or, I'm sorry, um, Elijah Mitchell back. Elijah Mitchell. For the, op- for the postseason, I go, why the hell would they be eager to get Elijah Mitchell? What the hell is Elijah Mitchell going to do with Debo and McCaffrey both healthy? He's good, though. Like he's Yeah, he's good, and... but he's not going to take over as running back number one. No, but he's a seventh option now that you have to worry right. about. Right, he's just another piece, just, they, for it's sure. It's overwhelming how many sure. pieces that they but can the, have. But the, the excitement, the eagerness is all on Debo. Oh, I'd be excited if I was an Irish fans for both of them. They, they, they are the best football team in the NFL. It's just Mr. Irrelevant. But you think it's going to be close? Don't you think? I do. I do because it's playoffs. And and also, don't you just think that like if they had Jimmy G, we'd all be picking them to win the Super Bowl? Absolutely. I mean, it's the only reason we're not. I agree. And even if it were Trey Lance, I'd say we all still be picking that team. The Saturday night game, eight fifteen p.m. Eastern on NBC, is Chargers and Jaguars. This is like this is. I think a, the Jags are going to win this game. This too. is a night that sh- this is a game that should be played on a Thursday night in color rush jerseys. This does not <laughs> scream playoff football to you at all, does Prime it? Prime time. And and I was trying to before the Packers and Lions game went final and they came out with the schedule. I was at home trying to piece it together and I was like. Well, Chargers and Jags is that four thirty game on on Saturday, right? They always dump the worst because you want to you want to put the game that no one's going to be like guaranteed to be surrounding a t- TV on as that as that game. It's funny. I think if the Packers won Sunday Night Football, would have been Packers Niners. Oh, hundred percent. I'm but, surpri- but I'm surprised it's the Seahawks even, and they throw it on that Saturday. But spot. it's a division game, like you said. Like it could have been close. 
There's another division game that they put on Sunday well, night. Well, that's, that's, that's the big ticket yeah. item. The Sunday night game and Wild Card Weekend is always going to be the number one matchup. But uh, Chargers-Jags for the Saturday night game. Uh, I think the Chargers early are a minus one favorite, so they're just giving a point to the Jags. That's really low. Vegas thinks this is going to be a tight game. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think it's going to be a tight game, too. Record-wise, they're only one game apart. 10-7 and seven LA right. versus a 9-8 and eight Jacksonville, and that 9-8 and eight for Jacksonville has been looking pretty good down the stretch. Granted, the 10-7 and seven for LA has looked pretty good as well, except for whatever happened yesterday against the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. But who knows if they quit in that game or not? Yeah, I don't. All I I don't know if they quit. All I know is that Jacksonville finished the season on a five game win streak. That's what I know, Tom. No, I don't want to be going to Jacksonville from the Chargers. No, either. across country into that swamp, and it's actually going to have a home field advantage. And it's going to have a quarterback. Gonna he looked really good against the Titans, man. Like I know he didn't flash mm-hmm. and show all the splashy kind of plays, and they had to grind out a win against Tennessee. But there were just moments in that game where I was like, he's a stud. He is a stud quarterback. They've got their guy for the next 20 years in Jacksonville if he stays healthy. I mean, Burrow saving the Bengals, Lawrence saving the Jags. What's up with these Jungle Cat teams just getting mm. these franchise quarterbacks in there to to save the day? I, again, early, but my temperature is leaning towards the Jags to get this win. It might. I mean, could you imagine my reaction, right? Not ours, my reaction if Justin Herbert loses to Jacksonville in his first playoff game? Well, baby steps for Herbert. This is just right, his first just time. Baby steps. This is you just know, his first time in the playoffs. Zero playoff appearances in his first two seasons. Gets bounced in his in the first game of his third season. To Meanwhile, a great, Joe to a great Burrow's going to the Super Bowl in his second season and possibly could be, could, could be going for a second straight year in his third. But yeah, baby steps for Justin Herbert. I'm not going to argue that Justin Herbert's better than Joe Burrow because I just don't believe that. So baby you're, you're pick, steps for Justin Herbert. You're picking Herbert. the wrong argument Give there. him his time. You're picking the wrong guy there. I, I don't think Herbert's better than Burrow, so... Uh, 1 o'clock on Sunday, Dolphins and Bills. Another uh, division matchup here. There's three divisional matchups in the first round of the playoffs this year. Uh, I like seeing that kind of continuity. I like seeing a third game between teams. Um, it always makes for good football. If two is back in this game, I give the Dolphins a better chance than if it's obviously Thompson or Bridgewater. But no matter how you slice it, I don't think the Dolphins are a better team than the Bills. I think that they're mm-hmm. a team that can play hard against the Bills. They beat the Bills once this year, played them tough in Buffalo, and ended up losing a game this year. So they're split. This is a rubber match. Um, there's just so much momentum in Buffalo's side of, of things and their corner of the ring right now with DeMar Hamlin that I I just see them maybe not eviscerating the Dolphins, but kind of that game that's always comfortable. Like, maybe the Dolphins kind of tease you a little bit here. They're down 10 to 3, or maybe it's 13 to 3 at some point. But, like, the Bills will always be in control of this game. That's how I feel. Yeah. I don't disagree with you at all. And it might just, if if it's Skylar Thompson playing, Tom, it might get really ugly really early. I agree with that. If it's Thompson, I think they might get blown out. Yeah, just done. It might might not even be a game worth watching. It might look like Bills Patriots last year in the right. It was the perfect game played, right? Yeah, they wasn't it like twenty-one to nothing in the first three drives for Buffalo. I I just think they, I think Buffalo scored on every possession, and they, they made like they never punted, and they made New England punt on every possession that they had, if not turn the ball over. It was an immaculate performance for Buffalo, and it could happen again in this game if Thompson is the quarterback. Your 430 game on Sunday on Fox is the Giants at the Vikings. These two teams just played a few weeks ago, and the Vikings needed a 60-yard field goal in Minnesota to beat the Giants. But I think the Vikings are going to beat them again. I think if the Vikings had drawn the Seahawks, if the Vikings had drawn the Cowboys, 
I would be worried that they would if lose I'm the, this game. If I'm the Vikings. Yeah, but yeah. I think this is a good one for them. I think the Giants keep it close. I bet you it's tight. Every game the Vikings play in is tight. Is what? Tight. Thank you. Every game is. It could come down to another walk-off field goal for them, and I wouldn't be surprised. I just I just see the Vikings winning a playoff game here against the Giants. I, I do, too, just because if you've lost faith in the Vikings down the stretch— how much faith have you lost in the in the Giants down the stretch? They're only two wins uh, since what? Since like week ten. But is there any? We're merit- against the Commanders, who fumbled away their season as and well, and against the Colts. But is there any merit to, despite playing garbage teams to get in, the Giants have had to win down the stretch to get their spot, whereas the Vikings have been sitting in the playoffs basically since like week eight. Like they they've known that they're basically in there. I don't know. Different mindsets maybe from in the Vikings. I don't know because down. The last eight games, essentially the second half of the season, the Giants went two and seven and one. I just, Je- or I'm sorry, two and five and one. Jefferson barely played last week against the Bears. Like he's going to be rested. I don't see them stopping Jefferson in this game. I think no. he's going to single handedly beat the the Giants for the Vikings. So I, I was leaning that way for that game. The night game on Sunday Night Football, the Ravens and the Bengals. I saw a report before the game yesterday that despite there still being swelling in Lamar's knee and despite him being ruled out for the game against the Bengals in Week 18, they feel really strongly oh. that he's going to play in the wild card round. And that's what you want as a fan at home. Yeah, you want I want Sunday Night Football, Lamar mm-hmm. for the Ravens versus the Bengals, and the Bengals are going to beat the Ravens in this game. Even if Lamar plays. Even if he plays. No matter what, the Bengals are going to take care of business at home. But I'm sure the Bengals would have preferred any other opponent than the Baltimore Ravens on back back weeks they literally just played well just how about the fact they just shove it down the league's throat right they felt really slighted with the way that all these tiebreakers are going to have to play out because of the which by the way all those scenarios have been triggered with the bills Bengals, and chiefs all winning so Mm -hmm. we're going to have a neutral site afc game except except for baltimore winning in week 18 leaving it up to a coin major screw job that the Bengals were complaining about they took care of business themselves and how about they and they dressed it themselves on a on their touchdown celebration. Did you see that? Joe Mixon, he celebrated. He took a coin. Boink. You didn't see that? But here's the thing. If you're the Bengals, I like that you're motivated and you're pissed off that the league screwed right. you. Can we stop crying about it, though? Can we go and win? Just go, yeah, win, go and win. And so you beat them. You beat them to make sure that wasn't left up to a coin toss. And now you get the chance to beat them again. Say it never should have been considered. And I don't like the fact that there were Quotes from that locker room from guys saying, "Yeah, we feel like we've been screwed." Every uniform, just go out and win. That's yeah. what the, the Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor should have called in a meeting and said, "Every question you get to this, you just say we're happy for the opportunity to take care of business on our own. We look forward to beating the Ravens on Sunday and taking care of everything." Mm-hmm. That's the answer. That's what winners say. Mm-hmm. I don't like this kind. Of, hey, you can't. Rome wasn't built in a day. You can't. You can't scrub the stench of loser off the Cincinnati Bengal organization in a couple of years, if even if you're Joe Burrow. So they're going to say some loserish things from time to time. Right, it's just in their DNA. And finally, mm. Monday Night Football. Where are you going with this one? The goat. I think I'm going with the goat. I think I am. Too. I think I'm going with the goat because. But is it more that is the goat, or is it more that the it's, Cowboys it's always embarrass themselves? No, it's equal. I don't think you have to choose. I think you could say Tom Brady's in the playoff playing in Tampa. And you can't trust that star. Can never trust that star. No. Tampa's How defense about this is past good. Week? How do you lose to the Commanders? Yeah, it ended up not mattering with the Eagles beating the Giants anyway. But 
you had a chance to win the division if you beat the Commanders and you couldn't take care of business. Dak threw terrible pick six. Like, no, not you didn't just lose. You got blown. You out. You got blown out. Yeah, Sam Howell by a team that was eliminated going into this game, going into this week. How they mad are you? They were out. If you're the Commanders, how mad are you though that you started Carson Wentz last week when Sam Hell Sam Howell started this week and was better than Carson Wentz? Mm-hmm. Like. You're sitting there going, well, not I only was Henneke better than Wentz, yeah, right. How was better than Wentz? Why do we start Wentz? I don't understand the decision to go with Wentz over Henneke last week. Regardless of Howell, why didn't you just start Henneke last week? Yeah, well, Howell only got in because they're eliminated. So let's see what we got from the Rook. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Like, But it's just funny to me that they, not only was Henneke do better think, than Wentz, Howell was better than Wentz too. Like, Why is Wentz even on the team anymore? Do you think... Uh, uh, wow, I'm just Ron, Ron Rivera. Rivera. Wow, I just completely blanked on his name. Isn't a little bit of nah, Money Waters or nah, he's good. He'll be okay. back next year because they weren't supposed to be anything this year. I don't think. Do they go after a quarterback this year? Have to. Yeah, I'd be in that Derek Carr sweepstakes if I were them. The draft, draft is an option. You mm-hmm. just drafted. You Hal. don't think that they're just thinking Hal could be the dude? Don't think so. Okay, was well, he a fourth round pick or something like that? If not later, yeah. Uh, but back to Cowboys Buccaneers. I just, I it's if oh, I, I agree. Uh, oh, I agree. Uh, that's my analysis you. right there. It's yeah, just, right. I, 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 I kind of, I want to. I they're gonna win. The Buccaneers I are gonna win this game. I can give you the logic, but I'm gonna predict that the Buccaneers win this game. I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan, you're nervous, right? Absolutely. Like you'd rather play the Vikings. For sure. I'd rather play. Would you rather maybe, play the Niners? Maybe not the Niners. Maybe not the, maybe not the Niners. Because we know how that went They're last really year. good. Yeah. But there was one team that the Cowboys wanted to play against, and they didn't get them. The Vikings. Yes. And they were also rooting extremely hard for um, the, Giants the Panthers to, to win that division or oh, the Saints yeah, to win right, that division. Right, right, right. Or somebody oh, well, to win yeah, that's that a division. great point, too. So maybe not just one team because, I mean, I know the Buccaneers won that division last week, but it was... It was tight down the stretch. Tight down the stretch. Yeah, right. I just, I wouldn't feel great if I was a Dallas Cowboys No, Cowboy I fan. would not either. I would not feel because, great. Because, you know, we started this episode talking about Aaron Rodgers, giving you no reason to, to feel hopeful. I mean, the Cowboys, come on. I mean, the Cowboys just fumble it year against after that year. Guy too. Right. It has to be against that guy, of course. Right. If they were going up against the Panthers... Or the or the Saints or the Falcons, all teams who finish one game behind the Bucks, or the exact same Buccaneers team, but just not with no that Brady, guy right? Yeah, quarterback. Let me tell you this: if the Cowboys are up by a touchdown by three late, it's already over. You got to be up by double digits by the time the fourth quarter rolls around. Mm-hmm. You don't want to because he's different in the that's, fourth. That's quarter. when he becomes like a witch doctor or something. Yeah, he's he, different. Like, he in does the these quarter. weird like chants on the sidelines that creates touch. It's a touchdown dance, like a rain dance, like. And then all of a sudden, Mike Evans is open three three thousand times down the mm-hmm. middle of the field, like he was in that Panthers. If that game. game is close early or close as the game unfolds, I'm, I'm no doubt Tom's just going to win this thing in the end, right? No doubt. I don't think there's any doubt right now. Or early I don't in think the week, there is Tom's either. Thing, but we'll keep looking into those games as the week moves on, uh, as the week evolves, and of course Friday we'll do some full on breakdowns of Wild Card Weekend, but. If you missed any of our show today, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, like The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, The Steelers Standard, our show, as well as many, many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy the natty tonight, folks. Yeah, TCU we are. We got college Georgia. Football. Don't forget that that's going to be any happening. Upset? 
coming. I, I like the Horn Frogs to put up a fight. I mean, I'm not going to say that uh, they've been doubted all year long. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. say on the final game of the year they're going to get blown out because I just feel like they've made a lot of people look like idiots all year, and I don't need to be made to look like an idiot in this sense, instance. I've been made to look like an idiot for the past three episodes plenty. <laughs> so we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Here, Who's your pick? I'm going to go Georgia. I'm going to go Georgia, yeah. too. But I just hope it's a really good game. I hope game. it's a good game. Right. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Offerman. Enjoy the natty. We'll be back again later this week to talk about Wild Card Weekend and still keep uh, taking a look at the Steelers 2022 season. Hand out some season awards, too, for your Pittsburgh Steelers. So that's something to look forward to later this week. Thanks, as always, for giving us a listen on the Steelers Standard. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.